Welcome to Live the Fuel, where we fuel your health, business, and lifestyle. And now your host, Scott Mulvaney. All right, good day and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another Live the Fuel show. So today I'm bringing on, yes, yet another new co-host for you. Uh, this gentleman came through the power of, once again, networking. We might geek out a little bit about that because we have some common connections. Uh, someone uh, very, very close to us since he's been on the show a couple of times. Uh, but this gentleman is an author, a speaker, and a biohacker. Yes, I've dropped that keyword a few times on this show. Specializing in the auto- atomic, sorry, autonomic, uh, you know, he's going to correct me on that, nervous system because I am geeking out about biohacking, but I'm not very good on the nervous system. Uh, He's traditionally trained in cybersecurity and has traveled the world practicing and teaching advanced ancient ways to reprogram the body and mind for peak performance. Uh, He's trained military special operators, athletes, executives, champion poker players in advanced techniques for peak performance. There's your key words, ladies and gentlemen, peak performance. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show, Robert Hartman. It's awesome to be on with you, uh, and I look forward to chatting with you about all of the different modes of the autonomic nervous system. There's the keyword. <laughs> autonomic, yes. I could not say that, man. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's quite a mouthful, and it's phenomenal what we're able to do once we gain understanding about this inner kind of motherboard and and, and computer in our body and how we can use it for business, pleasure, uh, the next date or, or the next battle that you're in. I, I love that because right before we fired the recording, uh, ladies and gents, um, this, this gentleman, uh, his, uh, actually I'm going to go ahead and show it on the, on the webcam for the video feed here. His book has already arrived. So, and I'll be doing some screen sharing throughout the show as well, but hacking your nervous system and, I get a lot of books, uh, especially when I have co-hosts on. <laughs> so, but you know, I was just joking around, not really joking around, I should say just vibing on the on a common ground that you recently got to speak to a local veterans group. And it's interesting because I, I connect in different ways on uh, the respect for veterans or just really first responders, you know, because let, let's be real, it's not just military, right? I mean, let's look at police. I mean, I'm a former firefighter, right? Like these are all positions of life that can be quite stressful and I'm guessing very strained on the nervous system for peak performance. Um, mm-hmm. so, so why do you, like you, before we fired the show up, you, you, I could sense some of your excitement about that recent event you got to speak at. So why do you get so excited about that? You know, I, I, I am so grateful for everybody that's helped basically protect my ass. Uh, <laughs> I love it. You know, I I haven't had to carry uh, a gun or pro- or protect uh, the country in in the kinetic terms. Um, my my background has been in in cybersecurity, and so in a way, I've been protecting the country on the on the digital front. But I haven't been risking my my life and limb. And so any any chance that I get to um, repay the the you know what's been given to me um, by uh, combat veterans and, and first responders, I'm just uh, grateful to, to teach. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty real. I think we all can be grateful. I think a lot of us, 
And again, to our li- we have listeners all over the world, right? So it's not just here in the USA. But mm-hmm. obviously, the biggest part of my demographic is US-based, North American-based, like a lot of Canadian, too, apparently. I, I was looking at my stats. <laughs> and um, cool. the interesting thing is, I don't know, man. Like, I know this, this is not really off topic, but this kind of connects what you just said. But I think a lot of us get disconnected. Um, you know, we could talk about this from a nervous perspective, but also in life, like we don't realize and maybe take for granted a lot of the things that our country has given us and those first responders and the military have protected us with. So uh, I love the fact that we're vibing on this right now, just because it doesn't come up that often. And I think it needs to. Mm -hmm. Totally. I think, um, when we look at our, the capability that we have now to live a relatively safe uh, and and peaceful time at home. Now we all have like crazy stressors, yeah, but we're not worried about uh, a- as much that you know bombs going off at a bus stop or something like that. And there's been a lot of of hard work to to help make that that possible. Well, yeah. and, and part of that hard work is interesting. Is this? You know, it's this, the key word you use for your book, hacking your nervous system. Uh, it's interesting because I've had on a very, he's, I consider him a famous podcaster because he gets a crazy following. His name is Vinny Tortorich, and he's known as the Fitness Confidential. That's his book, best-selling book, and his name of his podcast show. And he's gotten so popular because he's like a trainer to the stars in L.A. So he basically hacks you know, people's fitness, um, but he hates that word. <laughs> <laughs> and so obviously me being a marketing buff, I'm like, you know what? Smart choice because hack, hacking, these are key words that are getting thrown around a lot more. Biohacker, biohacking. Uh, hell, I've even had on the famous Dr. Jack Cruz on the show, and he's talked about mitohacking, like hacking the mitochondria of the cellular level. So it's just crazy. I was like, you know, in the end, I don't care what keyword you use. I think the most important thing that we take out of this is that what are we learning and what are we doing to actually improve our daily lives? And is, I, is that what kind of got you going on this? I, I totally agree with what you're, what you're talking about because part of me uh, wants to make the next book like unhacking your life. <laughs> like sometimes we spend so much time like optimize this, optimize that. And guess what? If we hyper optimize everything, then, then we're, we're not enjoying it and we're not allowing life to happen. Sometimes I, I think about how right at this moment, we're traveling at 490,000 miles an hour around the center of the galaxy. Mm. And we don't have to hack anything to have just what we need in, in this moment. Like we've got the right gravity, We've got the right amount of gravity, the right amount of oxygen, et cetera. And, and sometimes uh, I, I think hacking is, is going a little too far. Hmm. Uh, and, and the other thing is, guess what? The, the, some of the best original hackers were simply yogis, uh, martial artists, and, and Asian uh, medicine practitioners. So a lot of the things that we're, we're doing now, like the ice baths and the and the uh, the breathing techniques, and you know the 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 butter and the coffee and stuff like that. This has been around for thousands of years, and I I, I think it's I think it's kind of fun to to respect that lineage, and and give credit to the ancient sciences. Well, 
I love the fact you're bringing that up because as a kid, I studied karate and martial arts. So I, I got to connect with the uh, show and Ru uh, art, which goes back to the Okinawan days. And that's one of the obviously the oldest uh, sections of Japan. And Japan has a lot of history to that and a lot of uh, respect to Western ways and, and the culture. Sorry, Eastern ways, right? Yeah, the Eastern. So, and the interesting thing you bring up there is that where everybody's talking about hacking or, as you said, optimizing. I like that. It's a positive word. And obviously, you being, a, I guess we can call that online security guru. <laughs> I don't know. How, there's so many different ways for your profession because I have one of my best friends probably does what you do like he only has to work like a couple times a year because he just goes into new york city and just hacks the banks uh like mm. they pay him to do that i don't know like testing their security sounds mm -hmm. like sounds something like what you do um mm -hmm. and i did spend a few years in the it space so i understand you know routers and, and firewalls and and you know managed hosting environments we had full redundant uh, data centers i'm geeking out on data right now but <laughs> but yeah so I, I can i can hang with most of the lingo and but i was like you know in the end i think it's funny you bring this up we have all this technology we have all these advancements and i i brought this up on the phone with my own mother yesterday like my uh my dad's a type 2 diabetic and but he wasn't always right lifestyle choices i truly believe that diabetes at the type two level is curable. I've seen it. I've seen it happen. Um, I agree. And then all of a sudden, like he's going, to, he's telling me how he went to a doctor and the doctor said, because he has type two diabetes, that he has concerns over his blood pressure. Wait for it. So he's like, listen, just to cover our bases, I want to put him on a statin. Mm. And I'm like, okay, Okay, I'm confused, Mom. So did he need the statin? And she's like, well, that's kind of what I was thinking. And I'm like, uh, yeah, I, statin mm -hmm. is not a cure. It's a drug. Okay? Mm -hmm. if, you tr if you trace, uh, and uh, again, going back to biohacking, everything else we're talking about. Guys, like, ladies and gentlemen, I've talked about this many, many times on the show, and, I, and I'm hoping to get some passion out of Rob on this too because <sighs> – I'm gonna take a deep breath on this. It's my own family, so I take this very personally. Drugs don't cure shit. They're mm. they're a medical laboratory created band-aid because we're not hacking, mm. if you will, or finding the root cause, which is what mm. if you study Asian medicine and the other forms, or I like to use the word traditional medicine because nowadays mm. we're using traditional medicine here like oh well we i just go traditional medicine i go to my md i'm like actually that's only been around for like a hundred years you might want to go back a few thousand mm. and let's look at that traditional medicine mm. right i don't know <laughs> where are you at on that <laughs> no i i i agree with a lot of that i think i think medicine can be western medicine can be really helpful for treating acute things and providing a band-aid sure. to get to the to the deeper stuff you know and how this kind of relates with the nervous system is that uh if we one of the best measures for the nervous system is the lie detector machine oh dude i love that <laughs> and so it's measuring all of these different inputs 
And, and from moment to moment, if you're answering a question and you're not in, in your mind and your body and nervous system isn't synchronized, then it'll register and it'll be like, oh, there's, there's something's out of whack. Hmm. Well, that's happening in just a short uh, interview or interrogation. But guess what? If you're living outside of your truth over a span of uh, years or decades, then then your mind and body nervous system is not in congruence. And where there's where things are disintegrated, then we're going to have more and more health problems. I believe. Now I'm not a doctor, but well, yeah. let's. I mean, it's kind of funny you bring that up, right? Lie detectors, right? So I forget what show we were watching last night. I don't know. Like we, we I guess I told you before we started the show, we just got back from vacation. So it was like, I've been unplugged, dude. Like I, uh, I to hack my lifestyle. I, I, I was like, you know what? I'm all over social media all the time. I'm a marketing guy. I'm like, I am unplugging. That's great. It's freaking trip. I deleted and to prove my fiance didn't believe me. So I, to prove it, as soon as we landed in Denver, Colorado, and I, oh, I did my Facebook live video over like saying I'm unplugging. Because I wanted to shout out to a group that I know in Syracuse, New York, who's called Unplug CNY. And the mm. whole point is they're trying to get people to once in a while just unplug, right? And he's a millennial. And he's like, dude, he's like, he's like, my own little sister at dinner called out the family saying, why aren't we talking more, right? Because everybody's sitting mm. on their phones eating dinner. <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. So, but the point was, um, is it, to, to perform at my peak, I was like, I need to unplug once in a while, right? Let's let's like, okay, well, if I'm all plugged in all the time, all the time, and I'm gone for the next ten days, you know, skiing with my fiance, and then her and catch up with her family, and just enjoying the mountains of Colorado because I used to live in Colorado, I was like, dude, I need to be all in. And what if I just unplug from everything? So I deleted all the social media apps off the phone um, to prove to her that I could do it, and I said, all right, I'm all in. Let's let's rock out and. It, the sad part is it takes something that grandiose to do that. I don't know. <laughs> I know. I, and I, know. I love, <laughs> I love the terminology that you just used there. It's all in like, yeah. rather than being connected to all this stuff on the outside, I'm going to get connected way deep inside. Okay. And like, this is, you know, back to our core, back to um, our own center of gravity and from that place, then we can kind of like springboard into into peak performance. Does that resonate for you? Oh hell yeah! I mean, especially from this trip, dude. Like, like I, I, I've been going out there with her for a few years now since we got together, and her parents have an Edwards in Colorado. I have, I have a house there, so it's like okay, great. We, it's dude. You buy like we bought plane tickets for three hundred bucks a person. We have a house ready to rock. We took the sh- one of those um, you know ski shuttle services from the airport out there because her parents is to retire my house. They keep an old SUV in the garage, so like mm. a, a, an extra vehicle, so I don't need a rental car. So th- there's some financial hacks, um, <laughs> but it's like, all right, man, dude, there's no excuse not to go to Colorado every year. You got a house, you got a car, all you got to do is get there and escape. And uh, it, I to- it totally resonates with me because. Other years, I'm like I'm doing I'm doing a selfie on the ski lift with her, and then I'm posting that while riding the ski lift. Well, mm, when, mm. in this case, you just talk to each other all the way up the ski lift, <laughs> yeah. without, without being distracted by yeah. your smartphones and everything else. So yeah. 
It, it was interesting. I went through a little bit of withdrawal. <laughs> yeah, totally. Good, good, good. Yeah. You know, there's, it's just some random trivia. The ancient words for this from Sanskrit is Radha and Anuradha. Ooh. So I don't know if you've ever met uh, someone named Radha, but that means when we come back to ourselves and we settle inside. Hmm. And then Anuradha means when we go outwards and we're more disconnected from self and connected to the outer world. Wow. Just random trivia. No, I'm loving that because, I mean, a lot of what we're talking about right here, and actually, heck, I haven't done any showing off your site here yet, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so, again, video feed, get to take advantage of this. But, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you actually want to follow this guy, I mean, uh, Rob, R-O-B, Hartman, H-A-R-T-M-A-N, um, that's his website. I mean, he's keeping it pretty simple for you. It's just robhartman.co. And um, is that a lot? Of, do you bring more of that content eventually as you build out your site and you build your brand? Is that stuff you want to start building into the site and get more of that unique type of knowledge you just dropped on us? Because I thought that was beautiful. It's so old. I mean, Sanskrit's one of the oldest languages on the planet. I mean... Yeah, that's that's what I'm I'm piecing together is all of these different uh, information nuggets, and uh, I'm starting to record the the talks that I'm giving at veterans organizations and businesses, and and even uh, uh, university sports teams. Yeah. Well, I'm loving the university sports teams piece because I already have uh, regular co-hosts on the show, and actually, obviously, the I hinted at it in the intro that. A mutual friend of ours, Travis Rosnos, uh, is uh, becoming more of a regular, a new regular. Uh, he, he's the ice, one of the fellow ice men. <laughs> we <laughs> joked around about the ice baths and the cold water baths and everything else. Um, but I, I bring on regular sports psychologist, uh, Megan Cannon, and she's from a group called Mind of the Athlete. And they're actually local here where I live in Pennsylvania. But they travel all over the country and they work with collegiate sports teams. And mm. Again, their brand, Mind of the Athlete, her being a sports psychologist, and the rest of their team is mostly sports psychologists. They do have one sports nutritionist who I bring on regularly too, Aaron, because we, we're foodies, and you know, food is fuel, so how are you going to take care of your body? Um, but part of that is that why do you find yourself working with the collegiate teams? Because I know why Megan does, and I already gave the hints, uh, the, high, the little mindset tip there so what are you finding popular as to why you're starting to work with those teams more well i i love working with the university teams because they're they have so many different things going on you know excelling in sports excelling in academics and excelling in social uh situations and so it's it's just fun to work with them and and collaborate on what are the best solutions uh, for, for the various situations that they're in. Well, it's interesting you bring that up. You, you said they're going to be excelling in relationships, their schooling, uh, sports. Mm-hmm. But one thing I've learned from Megan is that not everybody is, right? Like On the outside, it seems like they are. But then it takes people like Megan or even yourself to start working with the coaches and the teams because – deep, deep down, they're not at a peak level performance. <laughs> yeah. So <clears throat> sometimes I don't like to talk about the bad thing about what I, what I see, but let, let's, okay, let's, man. let's break it out. <laughs> let's break it out. So 
unfortunately, what I find is that uh, college students are under, college athletes are under so much pressure. Um, I can't, I, I don't know if I would have been able to make it through college and excel as much as they are now because everything is, is uh, between the, the rigor of school and social media and athletics, they don't get much downtime. Mm, and wow. so the key thing that I, I teach is how do you access very deep states of parasympathetic or rest, digest, nest mode? Because when they're in that high charge, excited or performing or anxious state, they're not recharging. And so I, I use a very interesting method that brings them down really fast into uh, parasympathetic mode. So um, without the, giving anxiety, all that away, can you give us a hint? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So how, well, the, there's three major parts of that. One is how we breathe has a phenomenally important, uh, phenomenal impact on which mode of the nervous system we're operating in. Hmm. And actually, why don't, why don't I take a step back and talk about the three modes, major modes? Yeah, yeah definitely. While you're doing that, since you hinted at it earlier in the show, I already have some, uh, some butter with me. And I've, I've been actually brewing a fresh new uh, French press pot. So, yes, I also uh, put healthy fats into my coffee. I don't necessarily need to call it a bulletproof coffee because it's just me putting healthy fats <laughs> in my coffee, whether it's butter or coconut oil or, hell, pick any other kind of fat, heavy whipping cream. Um, it's called a fatty coffee, not bulletproof coffee. <laughs> so I just had to drop that in there. <laughs> Right on. I love it. If the if the Tibetans in, in, in the high Himalayas drank coffee instead of butter tea, mm. they would they would drink it that way. Yeah. Because again, it's, it's about the adding additional healthy fats because eighty percent of your brain tissue is fat. Hello. So that's yeah. a whole different a whole different show. <laughs> but hey, let's get into those three things. So so there are basically three major modes of the autonomic nervous system. And we commonly talk about the fight flight mode, you know, and okay. that's so, uh, but let's start with the, where we're supposed to live. That's parasympathetic or rest digest mode. And I often call it the Barry white mode. Okay. Because if you've ever seen Barry white, he is always super relaxed and chill. And one key point is that he has a very wide prosody of voice. So he can go from a low, uh, low pitch to a high pitch, hmm. which, is a, uh, which shows that the nervous system is nice and relaxed. So then there's the second mode, which is Bruce Lee mode or fight flight. And this is more about anxiety and excitement. Hmm? And so we want to be in, in fight flight when we're in competition or in battle. And then the third mode is uh, like the blue screen of death or frozen mode. And this is when our mind is, is literally blown. And this can happen in a good way from meditation or through mind blowing sex. Hmm. 
and they can happen in a bad way through overwhelm or too much excitement. Wait a minute. So you start off with something positive and then related to something possibly negative, all affecting the same thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So when we, when we take a look at, um, you know, advanced states of meditation where your, your body almost shuts off in a healthy way, um, and everything goes very placid, if you will. It's similar to, uh, I, th- I think, the frozen mode that we also see from, uh, from some, of the, some of the combat veterans. They, they're able to switch, once they learn, from an unhealthy frozen mode into a healthy frozen mode. Yeah, it's interesting you bring up the military again because I've recently been starting to... I've, I've, well, one of my hacks, I'll use the word, uh, is um, I travel a lot. Mm. So reading physical books it becomes a special experience because most of the time I just listen to the audible version. Um, mm. So, But the, the one wish list that I've been just finding myself slowly building has been books uh, authored about or authored by Navy SEALs. Mm-hmm. Right, because I mean, they're let's here in the U.S. They're considered one of the elite, you know, levels of military, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I'm sure you can connect on this because, yes, yeah, some of these books they talk about what they've gone through, their stories, their lives, and it's powerful. I mean, to the point where, like, the last one I listened to, man, I was literally driving down the road, I was crying. It was just so mm-hmm. powerful. And but then other ones are talk, they're talking about some of these. I don't know what what would you call it, but this elite level of mental and obviously according to you nervous state that they get to this peak level of training mm-hmm. it's powerful they just be able to flip it on and off like that oh it's huge i mean they they have some of the most robust and and uh almost like uh, powerful nervous systems on the on the planet because they have to because they have to and also because it seems that um, the, the drive of excelling both cognitively and physically just attracts some of the um, most powerful nervous systems, if you will. So do you think, this is, this is interesting, man. We're going down an interesting hole here. Um, we, 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 if you have anybody, ladies and gentlemen, if you ever studied or learned anything about the Navy SEALs, they have a very intense onboarding training program. We'll just leave it at that. Uh, long story short, hundreds of thousands of people over the years have just rung the bell, so to speak, if you know anything about Navy mm-hmm. SEALs, because they can't hack it. They can't make it. They mm-hmm. tried. They tried. Um, and I, I think about this, what you're talking about right now. And I said, wait a minute. Is it that they couldn't make it at all? Or is it just they haven't figured it out enough yet? Right? I mean, like you're, you're, mm-hmm. what I'm hearing from you is that most of these guys or ladies you know, mm-hmm. who have reached that peak level performance naturally fall into these roles, right? They just, mm-hmm. oh yeah, you're, you're, you're born to be a SEAL, uh, for example, mm-hmm. or a Ranger or whatever these elite levels of military. Uh, heck, a Russian, the Spetsnaz. So mm-hmm. I feel that what I'm hearing from you is that these are just individuals that maybe naturally were more, more tuned in to reach that level. I think it's I think it's a little bit of both. I think, you know, some people are 
are born uh, with a with just a genetic predisposition to to be a higher uh, performing athlete and and have higher performing cognitive function. Sure. But then also, I think environment plays a huge role in uh, in the development uh, of these folks. A lot when I get to know them, a lot of them had uh, very challenging childhoods. And so that set up a I will survive, like this incredible power um, of, of surviving and thriving. Hmm. And so they've been warriors uh, since the very beginning, you know, because if you make it through a, a, uh, a challenging childhood, you're a warrior at a foot and a half or two feet tall in in a in a uh, in a world of giants yeah makes sense yeah so <clears throat> so then the the challenge is that um you know is to to learn how to down regulate the nervous system into deep states of of relaxation right because if they've always been uh up regulating up regulating then we want to teach them also to downregulate into deep states of peace. And when they, when they learn that, they're able to attain uh, what I think are levels of, of consciousness or levels of peace that are quite profound. They report, you know, very interesting experiences when they go into a deep relaxation mode. Wow. So now... For people hearing this, are part of your teaching, are you basically hinting that we, almost anybody could eventually reach this? Or yeah, is... yeah. Okay. yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Everybody, everybody can can reach this. So it's um, not it's not just the elite Navy SEALs, right? It's just that no. maybe they got there sooner or faster, depending on their lifestyles. Which is interesting. You like, I could pause on that. I had to look it up quick, and actually, I'll get a screen share for you so you can see what I'm talking about. So the the last Navy SEAL book that I consumed is called Fearless, and mm. it's actually the author is Eric Blem, and that's all he writes about is he purposely goes in and goes fully immersion into uh, these military professionals and and writes about them. But uh, the the story. This was the story of Adam Brown. This guy was a famous Navy SEAL Team 6 operator, man. Like, this guy went through hell and back. But the interesting thing is, like, when you when you uh, consume the book, he you learn about his childhood. Like, he was a star football athlete and then, like, didn't get his shit together and then, like, dropped off the reservation, so to speak, and, like, Got like I didn't, I had no idea I knew about this guy I didn't know about this guy like he went through a period of drugs and like it's crazy how every time I dig deeper into these types of people it's like they hit these crazy extremes ups downs and and then every everybody thought that he would never become a seal because he had a drug drug and military issue concern record and everything else but this guy just went after it and it turns out he just needed to retune himself and focus all that crazy energy i guess on this on becoming a seal and then he's mm -hmm. you know, never touched a drug again and it's just interesting i'm just i don't mm -hmm. know if you've actually dug any deeper into stuff like this i i yeah i think it's 
I have so much respect for those for those guys and 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 ladies because because of what they're able to to do and what they've been through and 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 what they do for the world even after um you know their their service getting back to the buds training um that's what it's called yes thank you (laughs) i think i think we're making somewhat of a i i think we need to add something to the buds training where um where we train in how to down regulate the nervous system um and 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 train towards deep states of relaxation because we know that they they can excel at at high states of fight flight but what ends up happening is there's there's a record amount of uh suicides now yes uh, among the special operator community and in the ancient days uh of of battle uh look at the the greek or roman times what what would happen is uh, guys would go off to battle and they would they would have months of training beforehand so we do that we do that training beforehand oh we've got that covered yeah yeah (laughs) but we're missing the mark and we're not doing the down regulation or bringing the the soldier back to peacetime uh activities and my personal belief is that we need to inject that before they go off to, to battle because they need to learn how to upregulate and succeed and then downregulate into, into relaxation to complete the cycle from survive to thrive. Hmm? Does okay. it? Yeah. So the thr- survive to thrive. Actually, I love the keywords. You're going to be writing them down here in a second. I'm loving where you're going with this because I, I agree. I mean, I... I was definitely no SEAL, but um, I got to serve for a couple of years with the federal government as a wildland firefighter, actually on the elite hotshot crews. So there's only like 100 of them in the nation. And they trained us very militaristically, which is funny because like I, back in high school, I took one of those ASVAB tests and I scored, I was like top one percentile of the schools. Next thing you know, I'm being stalked by all the branches of the military for some strange reason. I'm like... I never said I was going to go to the military, <laughs> but I don't know. I guess those tests get sent somewhere, and I don't know. That's, I just remember this, but I was so anti anybody telling me what to do. <laughs> I wanted nothing to do with the military. Me and, too. Right? I'm like, no. <laughs> and I probably could have gotten into some really nice positions. I don't know. Anyway, the point is, is like, I just think it's funny. It was years later after going through corporate life and everything else that you know, I'm 31 and 32. I went back to school right before that, finished my degree in marketing and psychology. So I've got the great resume now. I've got the education to back it up. And I just up and leave and go become a hotshot. You know, I went through a fire academy, got certified. Um, no firefighting background. Getting on a hotshot crew is very hard, but I'm a hard driver. So mm-hmm. I love being competitive. I love being driven. And I told myself, if I want if I'm going to do this, I'm going all in. Which is funny because I, I maybe that's part of my connection to why I love seals. I don't know because like these guys, they're all hard chargers. Point is, is that I think I did better as a hotshot than some of the younger guys because I was they called me old man. <laughs> Actually, the white in my beard right now is from the ski beard. Is thanks to that firefighting. I had no white in my beard, and then 
you know, after the firefighting, it was all of a sudden I got white hair coming out everywhere. Um, maybe and I was- I'll just I'll just interject that my baldness comes from all the cybersecurity uh, chaotic uh, incidents that I that I was in See? for a decade <laughs> there you go so you, you you lose it up top i gain the the whiteness uh, down down low there on the beard so i don't know i and I, I guess maybe it was so here's the thing like i was able to go through those stressful experiences because i mean you're doing 16 hour shifts on the fire line hiking in the mountains and and you got wildfire you got danger you got keeping an eye out for your brothers and your sisters like all that type of stuff so it's very it actually had a militaristic feel to it because we had to, you know, watch each other's asses. Except we're not being shot at. You know, we're just basically worried about Mother Nature turning into a crazy bitch and trying to kill us. So, because uh, that's what she does. And unfortunately, I've lost friends and brothers because of that uh, in the fire community. So, but the interesting thing was, I think at that point in time, I'd already run my first marathon. I'd already done some half marathons. I'd done a Ragnar relay. I've done multiple hundred mile uh, road cycling events to raise money for charity. So like I'm 31, the average guy on the crew is 18 to 24. And I've talked about this before because I'm like, usually I just, I just always chalked it up to age and experience. But I guess if I dug deeper, it was, yes, thanks to those experiences and I started pushing myself to the extremes, I developed some more obviously cognition around that the endurance components and stuff like that. I never really thought about it from a nervous perspective, but I don't get freaked out. <laughs> I don't know. It's a short answer on that one. I don't know. Maybe you can connect on that. Like it takes a lot nowadays, especially after the fire thing. God, those guys changed my lives. Like uh, it's going to take me a lot to get freaked out. I don't know. Yeah. 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 So once when we're in uh, chronic or persistent stress, we, we can train ourselves to, to be able to deal with even greater amounts of stress. The, 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 what's important is to stay kind of connected to the body so that, um, so that you, it's not, there isn't uh, a mismatch between the body and the mind. Right. right. And it sounds like, <clears throat> and that's why uh, some of these top level athletes are able to gain, you know, with a little bit more training, gain, uh, even more expanded states of consciousness because they they've taken their body through you know so many high peaks and <clears throat> every time we excel athletically we also have pushed the nervous system to to new heights. Oh God, yeah. yeah. And I think I guess that was where I was trying to connect on this one before I, I probably missed the boat. And this now you'll be able to really dive in on this one is that thanks to those extreme sporting events that I had done. I learned the power of rest and recovery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I preach it to this day. Uh, I'm a CFL one CrossFit coach, although I, I just took some time off, but whether I was a ski race coach for kids for 11 years or a CrossFit coach, I've always seen people overtraining mm-hmm. and well, we're, 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 we're all in, we're pushing the envelope. And a lot of people feel like that's why in the CrossFit space, for example, a lot of people get injured. And I would agree mm-hmm. to a certain point mm-hmm. is that if you get injured, that's your body talking to you saying, you probably should have done something different before that happened. Meaning mm-hmm. instead of working out five days straight, maybe you throw a rest day in, uh, whether you're talking to Travis and maybe you start to do some cold, cold water training or ice training, whether it be, I get every single day, uh, this 10 day trip skiing, we had eight days on the snow. 
and I, I forget what my app said, but the cool thing is they have like an RFID chip of uh, the Epic Pass, your ID pass has a, has a chip in it. So every time you get on the lifts at all the um, Vail Corporation-owned mountains, they have scanners. So every time you get on, you can actually track how much altitude mm-hmm. you covered every day. Mm-hmm. So over eight days, I covered over 140,000 feet of altitude skiing. Mm-hmm. So, because I just, I just like to check my data. <laughs> It's not a brag. It's a point is, was like it, uh, in Colorado, especially Vail, it's not about, it's, it's all, it's about pushing hard and getting in some great runs and everything else. But at the end of the day, it's called APRE. So APRE is basically the ski version of happy hour, right? It's like, Hey man, APRES a, a with a little, you know, whatever you call that, astro, you know, apostrophe up there. Point is like, Hey guys, it's about winding down. Yeah. Now granted, a lot of APRA in Colorado involves a lot of alcohol. Um, but we do things a little bit differently. We might go get a glass of wine after we've heavily rehydrated. Um, my fiance's parents are retired, so they my APRA has really gotten more in tune with what you would care about because now they bought they they bought into some kind of like I call it like a skiers country club i guess i don't know like there's an owner's club inside this hotel they have a a spa and a private owner's bar anyway they've retired and they don't golf so they ski so they say okay so because they're retired and they're members of this um we have access to all these amenities because she's in the family so now we go there we go down to the spa they give us a robe we go get changed i have access to a you know dry sauna wet sauna um Mm. i go upstairs they have all these beautiful outdoor stone hot tubs now, granted, Travis mm-hmm. might not like that, but so I, I go in, we go grab a drink and go sit in a hot tub, man, and soak and just decompress. And that app may go for at least an hour, hour and a half, and you're just relaxing, talking with people and hanging out. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm getting part of what we're talking about out of everything we're talking about today here is how much rest and recovery you're really allowing yourself. Yeah, I think sometimes we, we think that we need to always be on. And one of my favorite quotes, and, and so we get disconnected from, from that idea of apre, uh, whatever it is, ski yeah. or the day. One of my favorite quotes is, when you are hungry, eat your rice. When you are tired, close your eyes. Hmm. Fools may laugh at me, but the wise man will know what I mean. Ah, where'd you get that? I think that was like Lin Chi or some ancient okay. like. Confucius era guy. I love the Confucius era. It's there's a lot of wisdom that comes out of that. I've been it's sharing. Amazing. I've been sharing quotes for years. I know for a fact I might have shared maybe not that quote, but some plenty of Confucius quotes over the years. If I go way back in my Instagram feed, <laughs> I can't remember mm-hmm. um, because I think that's important too. Right, you're tapping into our history and your teachings, whether it be the quote you just shared, whether it be. We were talking earlier about obviously Eastern ways, right? Uh, you've talked about fatty tea versus fatty coffee. We're talking about meditation. We're talking about, uh, you know, maybe at Apre, instead of partying hard, actually allowing yourself to relax at the end of a hard day of covering. We had days where I did 20,000 feet in a day. And that's mm-hmm. my legs were done. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, at break mm-hmm. time <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I think that's the biggest thing that I get out of a lot of this and, and obviously I don't I never really took the time to really look at it at the nervous level but uh, when I listen to people like Dr. Jack Cruz the mitochondriac guy right it's like hey man 
your cells need to be healed. They need to be recovering. It's not just the food you eat. Uh, he says uh, in his teachings, it is the balance of white, uh, sorry, light, water, and magnetism. You've, you've hinted at magnetism, right? So mm-hmm. you and him are vibing here. He's t- he talks a lot about mitochondria. He talks about mito- mitohacking. He talks about proper hydration, uh, the balance of magnetism. Uh, I've talked about grounding, like getting up in the morning, just walking outside and just standing on the earth. <laughs> People don't do that. I don't know if you've ever done grounding or not. but Oh, I do grounding uh, uh, yeah, often. Yeah, 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 yeah. So when, when he talks about magnetism, does he talk about the, the direction uh, that you sleep in and stuff like that? I haven't heard his stuff. Well, dude, you go on his website. Uh, shout out to Dr. Jack Cruz because like, he's the most yeah. downloaded episode I've ever had. He's got a viral following. Um, but he's, it's his name, Jack and Cruz is K K R U S E. Go back and listen to episode 51. Um, that's great. And you will, you'll have some fun. He's also the first, he's the first episode that I started doing video on. So he, he, the whole time he's wearing his blue blocker glasses. He's like, listen, even with these right now, he's like, I'm killing myself talking to you. He's like, but it's important to get this message out there. Like this guy purposely relocated closer to the equator because of, uh, he, we referenced actually, thanks to my, this past, he talked a lot about my firefighting cause I was in the mountains and he's like, he's like, you were probably, even though you were putting your body through extensive stress, he's like, you were probably healthier then because you're at a higher altitude. You're in mother nature. You're not surrounded by technology. And he, at one point in the episode, we talked about how he's got one guy rewired his house so when he flips a light switch off, all of the wiring in the walls around his bedroom is mm-hmm. dead. So mm-hmm. there's no frequencies emitting around the bedroom environment. So this is way beyond just blacking out drapes, right? <laughs> we, we totally have to do that. And I think in a decade or two, we're going to realize how this technology has been really uh, bad for us. For example... You could talk this because you're the, you're, the, you're, the, you're the tech guy, man. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I've been in so many server rooms, and, and right now they're, they're talking about how Wi-Fi and that EMF takes the amalgam, the mercury out of the amalgams in the teeth at a higher rate. And so mercury, of course, is a neurotoxin. So what do you do with that? You know, I actually uh, had all of my amalgams uh, replaced and, and put composite in about a year ago. Now, that's a big operation, but what people can do- Ladies and gentlemen, he's referring to fillings? Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Dental fillings. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, what, what you can do before you, you uh, do something like that is, is have more algae or, or seaweed because that will uh, soak in the, the, the mercury. It's interesting you bring that up because not necessarily the algae, but we're talking about the frequencies, right? So like I, I now have, let's see, one, three pairs of blue blocking glasses. <laughs> Um, only because I've had the founders on the show now. So they, they send me stuff. This is great, by the way. You should start a podcast, just get free shit. Um, but like, have you you'll, ever have heard... to send, you'll have to send me your extra free shit, man. <laughs> well, have you ever heard of Swannies? No. So his name is James Swanick. Uh, S-W-A-N-W-I-C-K. The, his, yeah. are, his are stylish. These are... I just had him on. I just I just aired him last week, actually, while we I was in Colorado. And cool. then... But back after I met Dr. Jack Cruz, I just went on Amazon and searched for blue blockers and got these things. These are more like rounded, sporty style. 
but the orange the orange lens is the perfect color block against the blue light frequency. So that's why, uh-huh. ladies and gentlemen, we're geeking out about blue blockers. But that's why when you see orange, it's necessary for a hundred percent blue block in the evening, not during the day, because um, that's when you want to be winding yourself down. And again, ladies and gentlemen, he could he, you know I'm sure Rob, you could back me up. Blue light frequencies are basically what is given off by the sun. So when you have all that technology in front of your face, in front of your eyeballs, because you just can't unplug right before bed, um, you're basically not allowing your body to produce the necessary melatonin because the blue light frequencies are going through your eye and that's telling your brain, oh, I should stay awake because it's daytime when in fact it's not. So, and then this guy just recently, he's an eye doctor. These, if you could tell, these are only a 30% blocker. For, for daytime use for hmm. guys, the guys who work around technology. Yeah. So that's Travis, uh, different Travis, but Dr. Travis spent years as an eye doctor and started his own line. He just, he literally just launched these guys like last month on Amazon. So now there's, he's got a uh, all different color frames. I got, I got, I got a pink pair of frames for my fiance. <laughs> and I got to check those out. You should, because she doesn't listen to me about anything. And then I bought her a pair of pink frame ones, 30%, not a hundred. And she's at least wearing that at night now. So I was like, mm-hmm. oh my God, I got to win. <laughs> mm-hmm, 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 so mm-hmm. the point is here, we're talking about glasses and crap. It's not about name dropping. It's about, that's what I love about my podcast, right? Is that I'm bringing on people like you guys who dare to question why shit ain't working. <laughs> it's like, guys, like, for example, I now have a separate power strip under this desk the main router, not just the Wi-Fi, the main router and the Wi-Fi router are plugged into that one power strip. So before I go to bed, flip. Yeah. I kill that. And this is why I think the next book may be called Unhacking right. uh, Your Life. I'm because, loving this. <clears throat> because if we don't do these things like blue blue blocking, uh, turning off the Wi-Fi, and, and 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 things like that, then our nervous system is getting hacked by space invaders. You know, things that are entering our space that it's just totally not natural. Caveman did not have to worry about high frequency uh, LED lights, you know, no. uh, blaring into his retina and causing issues. I purposely have changed all my lighting in this office yeah. to incandescent. I don't have... Yeah. Me I don't, too. I'm like, I don't give, you know, it's going to cost me another $5 a month because I don't have high efficiency, energy efficient <laughs> LED lighting, which by the way, looks, looks like my house is being possessed by, by aliens. Because if you, if you drive down the street, <laughs> your house is like <laughs> glowing super white. I'm like, what is that? So yeah. Even ET stays away. It's like, yeah. whoa, that's too bright for me. It's like, what is going on, man? I mean, and then, uh, but it, it, to your point and actually to Dr. Jack Cruz's point, he's like, listen, the human body at the cellular level was never designed to receive this bombardment of frequencies. And he yeah. said, for example, cell towers. We love our cell phones. He's like, I can't, we can't stop being bombarded by cell phone frequencies unless you rip down cell phone towers. He's like, so I can't help you there, right? Yeah. But you can control the frequencies that you are allowing close to yourself around yourself. Like for example, not carrying a cell phone right in front of your heart, right? Like people stick it in their freaking jacket. My fiance, she, she sticks it in a sports bra and runs with it. I'm like, no, 
no, don't do that. Mm-hmm. Because he said, you're, you're literally sending unnatural frequencies right onto cellular structure. Mm-hmm. And he's like, think about it. Not just your skin, but what's, what's behind that, right? Your muscle tissue and then your freaking heart. Like, what if you're actually, and I'm sure there's science to this as a, he's a neurologist, um, neurosurgeon, famous neurosurgeon. I was like, what, what if you're literally reverse programming the cellular structure of your heart and that's what th- you could actually develop heart rhythm issues? I don't know. I mean, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> well, yeah, it, it, it makes sense. I, I don't have the science to back it up, but we, when we start having these space invading wavelengths, yeah. Then, then we lose coherence and, and the body goes into, into disharmony. Mm-hmm. Now, the great thing is that we can use the breath or we can use, uh, we, we know that as the body goes, gets space invaded, it's going to go into a more physiological anxious state. And we can use slower breathing and, and mindfulness to bring us back into harmony. Yeah, and I had this up on your site earlier. I'm going to share it again now. So, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you who don't actually watch the video feed, but you are hearing this, when you go to his site, robhartman.co, or the workwith.robhartman.co is the page I'm on right now, but he has on here, like, what you'll learn, right? I mean, deep relaxation, visualizations to promote daily stress relief. You know, ergo, you can talk about meditation and stuff, right? What you just talked about here, you have pictures of lungs. Breathing is huge. I Like, right now is the CrossFit Open. And, and real quick, ladies and gentlemen, he, he shows uh, tense muscle release techniques and then the latest science research on the autonomic, autonomic nervous system. I did not like that word. And, um, <laughs> but the point here is like something as simple as breathing. And yesterday, I, I told you, I think before we started the show, every Sunday at my friend's CrossFit gym, we do a hero's wad. A wad is a workout of the day. But long story short is something that's been approved by the CrossFit organization around the world. And they say, hey, we're honoring this fallen police, fire, paramedic, military professional. And they create a workout in their honor. And it's because they were probably a CrossFitter, you know, and that was part of their lifestyle. But I, I love coaching breathing because it's also the CrossFit Open right now. So once a week. Over this next month, it started last month, or early this month, uh, they're, the organization is releasing a, a competitive workout. So, like, I'm, I'm actually in the CrossFit.com website, and I'm competing right now against everybody in the world. And I get to see how I compete and how I perform. And when the more endurance-focused workouts come out, and I see my fellow athletes trying to pull it off, it's hilarious because if no one's ever coached them on proper breathing – you can tell, you can see their heart rate is through the roof. They're not allowing that to reset and they're burning out too mm-hmm. early. Now, Grant, mm-hmm. I'm talking about breathing during a workout, which mm-hmm. one of my biggest tricks I learned, I taught, I, I taught spinning for six years, right? Cause I'm a cyclist and I learned it actually through my certification and they said diaphragmatic breathing, right? Deep belly breathing. And it's like, listen, long story short, breathing through the mouth, shallow breathing, breathing through the nose, deep breathing. So mm-hmm. one, one of my hacks was, oh, what if I'm on a run? What if every third to fifth breath, I mentally program myself to not mouth breathe, but just take a nice long deep breath into the nose as much as I can get, slowly exhale it while I'm running or working on whatever. And what mm-hmm. I found was my heart rate goes down. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So that fight or flight mode seems to decompress. So I, mm-hmm. I thought I'd bring that up. I wasn't sure if you'd. 
you know, totally. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the breathing technique that I teach most often is called parachute breath. And the, the purpose of this breathing technique is to stretch the lungs and to increase the surface area inside the lungs and also to promote parasympathetic or resting. And let, let's do it together, actually, Scott, and, and everybody on the phone, as long as you're not driving. All right, pause. I'm good. Cool. Let's take a, a deep inhale through the nose. Add a little bit more. And a very, very slow exhale through the mouth. Notice what happens to the mind and body and make it slow. Let's all do that one more time. Deep inhale through the nose. Add a little bit more. And a very slow exhale through the mouth. Slower the better. Allow the mind and body to settle. How was that, man? I had big lungs. I had a long exhale. That was good, man. I had like I literally on the first one, like my one eye twitched. <laughs> I could just uh-huh. like my vision that I get that I've done this. It, um uh-huh. and then the second one. It just, I don't know if you actually could see through the video, but it's like my eyes just naturally just dropped down and I was just like focusing on like a wire sitting on my desk and that was it. I was just, I found a focal point and just looked yeah. at it while I was exhaling. So it was very nice. Yeah. Good, good, good. You're this good, is man. one of the, this is one of the best techniques to do when, you, you know, at that moment before you're, 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 you feel like you're going to fly off the handle or, or, or lose your mind, just like collecting yourself with that. <clears throat> but and then that, in- that takes what, 10 seconds? Right. Yeah. 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 You can ha- you can switch nervous system modes just with one good breath. Uh, and sometimes we get we start thinking when we're when we're super anxious or, or upset or whatever. Oh, I've got to do X Y Z. You know, this big complicated thing to change where I'm at. Mm-hmm. No, we can take literally ten seconds and 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 shift things up. Yeah. Nice. I love yeah. that. I love that. This is, a, this is a great way to start bringing the show to a close because like, I've never done a live breathing exercise on the podcast before. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that was not that hard, okay? I mean, really, it's not. So um, so actually, on that point, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you're not seeing the video feed. I wanted to make sure I also shared this. We shared a lot of his site today on the video. but when And I'll have this linked in the show notes. You can go to the website, lithiefuel.com. You'll go to his episode. And I'm going to have his book linked on there because I already have it. So, But make sure you get it too. They got it available, uh, paperback, Kindle. But Hacking Your Nervous System is the name of the book. So I've already got it. It's a, it's a light read. It's not heavy at all. There's no excuse not to at least say, wait, what if I want to learn a little bit more about my nervous system? What if I want to learn a little bit more about breathing? Um, and then if the book is your trigger point or this podcast is your trigger point to want to go work with Rob. Again, I already hinted at it. Go to robhartman.co. That'll also be linked in the show notes too. But Rob, dude, this has been a great episode. Uh, I love where we hit on this. There's so many ways that this can spin off into other follow-up shows. (laughs) So, but for you and for our listeners, it sounds like you've really come from a far away, man, from the tech world to 
now trying to help people calm the hell down. <laughs> I'll just mm-hmm. sum it up like that. But is there a, I love to have our, my co-host close out the podcast. And is there, is there some final words that you just want to leave behind the audience? You know, something that's all encompassing behind where you're at now, what you're trying to do. What, is there a message that you're trying to get out there? I mean, besides obviously hacking the nervous system. I, you know, I, I think it really is that, that, that no matter where you are in life, know that it's possible to upgrade and change the way that your nervous system is, is going. I came from a place of like, you know, tons of anxiety and, and very poor health into a state where now I'm mostly uh, relaxed uh, a lot of the time. And, and I've been able to give back to, to a lot of folks. So, so know that no matter where you, where you are, you can always, um, have a a better state. Yeah. I love that, man. That's some great messaging. Listen, hang tight. I want to give you probably goodbye off the air. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Rob Hartman. Okay. If you're not ready to start hacking your nervous system, but you are ready, maybe even to start thinking about those keywords of perform at your peak. Right. Think about that peak performance. You got to check them out. Okay. Go, go to the website, go get the book. It's not an expensive book at all. I mean, dear God, it's ridiculously cheap. It's like six <laughs> bucks on a paperback on Amazon. And if you're, if you're a prime, it's free shipping. Hello. So anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that's Rob Harmon. Thanks for listening to another live the fuel podcast show. This is what we're all about. And remember you too can live the fuel. Hey there, Live the Fuel listeners. This is Scott Mulvaney, your chief intrepid officer, your podcast co-host and founder of Live the Fuel. Just want to take one to two minutes more of your time and give you a little extra value at the end of each of these episodes. Uh, First off, I wanted to make sure you guys got over to livethefuel.com and actually took advantage of my Super 7's resource guide. It's a free offer. And it just gives you uh, 21 different resources to fuel your own health, business, and or lifestyle success. Just some of the tools and applications that I've used and books that I've read uh, over the years to help me grow in a personal and a professional mindset. Now, while you're on the website, hop on over to the supported brands section. I created a new section on the website just to promote brands that I grow and have trusted in my personal and my professional life. I mean, there's, there's applications on there that I use in business-wise, but more importantly, healthy lifestyle-wise, there's companies that I've had founders on this show. Just a quick name drop them. You got Eat Pilly Nuts, you got Pure Vitamin Club, you got my connection with Isogenics since 2010, since I was wild and firefighting. Love to be able to help you get healthy and fit, lose weight or improve your athletic performance, or heck, in my case, I'm 40 now, age better. And uh, another quick little plug on there is Villa Capelli. Love their olive oil. And real quick note, Villa Capelli and e Nuts, I have my own discount code. So go to lilyfield.com, click on the supporter brand section to get into the resources page, and you'll see my discount code. So enjoy that. Now, while you're on the website too, I've also now built another new tool for you guys, Fuel Library. So the Fuel Library is obviously, as it says, it's a library of the either digital audiobooks from Audible or physical books that I've either purchased, uh, borrowed, consumed, etc. Uh, heck, even actually half of these authors I've actually now had on the podcast. So feel free to go to Fuel Library. I've divided it into health, business, and lifestyle directed sections, and I've been building that out. I'm still looking to add a lot more content because there's tons of authors and amazing books out there. So again, go check that out as well. And then uh, two last things for you. One, 
please, if you get a chance, get over to iTunes and give this show a review. It's going to help us grow the exposure and help other people out there in the world find Live the Fuel and also find these amazing co-hosts I bring on here to help them influence and hopefully positively change their health goals, their fitness goals, their business startup goals, their lifestyle, etc. So please submit a review. I would love to be able to start reading your reviews on a future podcast. And the last thing I'm going to go in here with is my disclaimer. I'm throwing disclaimer in because honestly, I talk a lot about health on this show and business and obviously health and fitness impacts your lifestyle. So please, if you are suffering from a medical illness, a disease, etc., remember podcasts in general do not replace professional advice. So if you have concerns, please go obviously consult a professional. I do bring amazing professionals on this show, but in the end, this is free content that we're sharing over the podcast world. This does not replace obviously a one-on-one consultation, whether it be with a business consultant, a, a lifestyle coach, etc., or obviously a health or medical doctor. So again, that's just my quick disclaimer. This is free content. Take it as such, but please see your professionals. Thanks for listening, gang. Talk to you guys again soon. Thank you for subscribing to Live the Fuel. Stay connected on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Live the Fuel. And remember, you too can live the fuel. So please visit us at livethefuel.com.